Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Luke Anderson, astronaut. A man barely interesting. I just picture you sitting on the rail at a strip club eating a Lunchable. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. I I love you, but you're saying that this little old man, this dude was a clean 6'6". We have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland on Saturdays about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show better than they were before. Sportsier, funnier, more Labradoodles. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey. Map and 1080thefan.com. Hey, 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 happy Saturday morning, all you beautiful Portland listeners. I hope you are having a wonderful start to your weekend. But I cannot hear your reaction, so I must start with the only man that I can hear. He's right there across the glass. It's Will Dark. And Will! He's back, Will, it's been a while. What's happening, my man? He's back. He's back, ladies Luke and gentlemen. Luke Anderson hey. is back in the mother-effing building. Dude. Let's go. I got to tell you, man, he came in. And all of the weekend staff, all of them, yeah, yeah. came out of their offices. They started clapping. Yeah. They were like, they were doing the Arsenio Hall. It was, it was a warm reception. And you ah. know what? I just want to thank everybody from uh, Curly to mm. to Big Lenny yeah. to Jaden, uh, Danny. Uh, the entire uh, weekend news crew that yeah. we have here, uh, the house band, uh, the 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 everybody, in the, the entire kitchen staff, Chef Randy. I mean, the it's just it's too much. It's too much. Uh, but I do appreciate every little bit of it. It's, well, it's Big it's Lenny fantastic. got everybody coffees. He didn't have to do that, Damn. scumbag. I know. That guy's I, usually a jerk, he, but he got no, his coffees. You know why? The only reason Big Lenny is a jerk yeah. is because he makes everybody else look terrible. That's all. He's just the nicest person Good you've point. ever met. 17 kids, Big Lenny. That's uh, why I call him Big Lenny. Only one of them is. All the rest adopted. Yeah. All I've just taken from situations where, where I mean, these kids really needed a boost. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he, his heart is just, it's too big. Huge A-hole, even bigger heart. Yeah, that's, there you go. There you go. Uh, and so you anyway, know, you were in Boston, right? Uh, I was, I was kind of all over the place. Where were you? What, uh, what happened? Oh, what the hell? It's oh, been two weeks. It has been two weeks. So two weeks, two weeks ago, uh, I was in, I was in fact in New England. I flew into Boston. 
Uh, we hung out uh, for a lovely evening in the North End. Uh, day two, we went to the Red Sox game. It was a day game. Watched uh, Shohei Otani uh, absolutely flatten the Boston Red Sox. Uh, was they, it cool seeing him in real life? Did you see pictures yeah. of him? And he looks like an Adonis, but you never know. Well, this was his first time pitching in Fenway. And, of course, he's hitting in the in the cleanup spot. So you've got uh, the first guy since Babe Ruth at Fenway, both pitching and hitting in the uh, in the top of the lineup. Uh, he, yeah, he's just he's awesome, dude. He throws the ball so hard. He's so big. He f- rips one off the monster and you just kind of go, that's the guy that's pitching. And, you know, in the almost 100 years since Babe Ruth was uh, taking the sport by storm. Here's another guy doing it. It, it, it was very awesome. Uh, the Odyssey folks in Boston gave us very nice seats. We got oh, to, did they really? Yeah, oh, yeah. We, they hooked oh. us up. Dude. We were like 10 rows off of first base. And we got, we got invited up to the suite to kind of hang out and rub elbows with the big wigs. <laughs> oh, so, the big, I mean, big wigs at Odyssey? The big wigs at Odyssey. I bought him a I bought him a bottle of uh, Luke wine to th- say thank you from the Waluke Valley in uh, in beautiful Washington State, my home state. Uh, and then they traded me for uh, some Red Sox tickets. It was a sweet deal. Uh, and then day three in Boston, uh, the W E E I is our station. They've got a golf cart, much like ours. They gave us a couple of those, so we went down to Rhode Island and played a couple rounds Man. of golf. They're just treating you nice. Dude, over we there, were huh? we were absolutely spoiled. But here was the thing: the highlight of the trip because it was just me and my brother. We just we he works for Alaska Airlines, so he uh, he took care of the flights. I took care of the entertainment. Was kind of the idea of the trip. Mm. And he'd never been to Boston, uh, never been to Fenway, so he's having a great time. We played thirty six round uh, holes of golf. Thirty six rounds of golf. That'd be something. Played thirty six holes of golf. That would just day. be the whole trip. But I go, I go, here's the one thing I didn't do the last time I was in Boston. I go, I want to try candle pin bowling. Yeah. And candle pin bowling, the ball is about the size of a bocce ball. And you just kind of chuck it. And I was I was fascinated by the game because it's only in New England. Uh, but no one's ever bowled a perfect game in candle pin. Let me and, guess, you did. And I did. No, of course I didn't. I didn't even get close. <laughs> Dude, it's so it was so so it was kind of a it was kind of a thing that was on my it was on my itinerary then it was off and, and my brother's like well let's go and try it out and we flew out late Saturday night so we decided we because we had to be back for Mother's Day uh, so we we decided oh well let's just go and try it and we figured we'd play a couple games because I went bowling a, a few weeks before that and I, we played two games and my arm was tired and I've got a bad finger on my right hand because it doesn't have any ligaments in it. So my hand hurt for three days. What have you been doing with that finger? I tore all the ligaments when I played basketball back in uh, my youth. And uh, now it doesn't work for things like bowling. And so I figured we played two games of candle pin. We sat there for like three hours, played nine games of candle pin. Uh, couldn't have had a better time. My brother's like, dude. We got to open one of these in Portland. Like he's obsessed now with candle pin bowl. He's trying to figure out how we can just move it out to the West Coast. Uh, but it was just as much fun as anything. So I mean, you probably could. I would imagine there are some abandoned yeah. bowling alleys you could convert. But that's the thing; it's everything's smaller, so the lanes are they're narrower, they're shorter. Right. Uh, so you don't even need as much space. Uh, you know, any but all the balls are the exact same weight. Mm. Uh, you don't reset the pins, so you get what they call dead wood. You have the pins just laying around. Anyway, so that was a blast. And then last week, uh, did a little trip to California. Went down and saw the in-laws, uh, played some golf down there. Spent a day in San Diego. Uh, and I was supposed to hang out with our friend uh, Marcus Greaves, 
but unfortunately, the uh, the television station that he's working at down there, somebody uh, had to be rushed off to the uh, to the urgent care, so we had to jump in and fill in for somebody. So I didn't get to run into him, but I talked to him a little bit. Sounds like he's doing great down you mean there. Big time, Marcus Greaves. Marcus <laughs> Greaves, whose career I single handedly built. You, I single-handedly, you single-handedly molded and shifted him into yeah. the television machine he is today. If not for his appearances right here on The Center and the Saint, I That's don't right. think he would ever gain the confidence it took to go out and uh, become superstar Marcus Greaves. I also gave him his first reference over at Coin. I got him that job at Coin. You know, horrible interview, by the way. Yeah. The guy who I, uh, Gene, the dude who I gave the reference to, yeah. he calls me back. He goes, this guy's a doofus. The hell, yeah. your reputation's ruined after giving this. Yeah, show. and I'm never gonna him. work in media again, <laughs> Darkens. Right. You're screwed. I'm gonna tell everyone in media how much of a J you are. Yeah. Now look at him. He's in California. Yeah. Oh, there you go. He's big time. But yeah, I just missed him. I just missed him, yeah. uh, which was uh, disappointing. But uh, I'll make it back down there. We've, we've, I've, I think I've decided. But I know enough people in San Diego. Uh, my in-laws are about an hour and a half. There's a couple airports that are a little bit closer. But none are that close. They live in Hemet, California. Sounds awful. It is. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> I, it's. I haven't looked at it yet, but just the name I don't like. Okay, so picture uh, picture it being Hemet, an hour west of Palm Springs. Okay, that's fine. And then an hour east of the coast. Oh. Yeah. So it just kind of sits. In that deserty valley without being These are some nice mountain views, though. Yeah, everywhere you look. I mean, it's in a valley. Yeah. Well, it looks pretty. Yeah, it looks like this was very much a planned community, and they were like, we're just going to stick people in here. So do me a favor. You type Hammond in there. uh, Look at the pictures that show up, like when you just put it in Google. I did. And tell me if it looks like there's a picture of a woman washing her clothes in a stream. Does that show up in your Google search? Uh, like just on no. the Google homepage. No. Yeah, I pulled it up the other day and I was like, it appeared to be just a woman in a creek washing her laundry. I was like, what is actually going on? So it's dirty. Now it's, <laughs> listen, it's a fine place. It's known uh, for being way too hot. Uh, it's yeah. a retirement community because it's a for, it's an affordable place to live. in. Uh, I it, see. Like, so, you know, Paris, California. Are you familiar with Paris? Familiar with Paris, Texas. So Paris, California is the place where that uh, family uh, kept all their kids chained up. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the exit you take, and then you drive 30 <laughs> minutes off of off of the 15. Is that the sign you see before you head into it, the well, you're like, you're Home like, you go, of the oh, family that <laughs> locked everybody up. Home of the family. Uh, but, yeah, so it's in the middle of, uh, middle of nowhere. But it's about an hour uh like I said, west of Palm Springs, so that's one airport. It's an hour south of Ontario, which is another airport. Or it's an hour and 25 to San Diego. I'm like, I'm just going to start flying into San Diego. I'll hang out with Marcus, rub elbows with his you know, big, important TV people. Uh, but, yeah, we had a nice, lovely visit last weekend down there to see family. And then this week I'm homeless again. So I, I we're painting our house, so I, I've not been home for three weeks, more than like two days. So are you going to get a job in Boston? Are you going to go live down there? I do not. There. I do not think somewhere over there. I do not think that I am. I I'm gonna visit Boston more often though. I, I like. I mean, you could just I, do I, this show remotely. You that's know true, that, right? Like you could just steal a tie line from here on your way out and be like, "Poosh," and then we sure. could just do this show. Yeah, and you could be in Boston, and you could get. And as time goes on through the show, you could just develop. That trashy northeastern accent. Well, here's the thing: it doesn't have to be trashy. 
Doesn't have to be trashy. My point of contact uh, at Odyssey Boston, uh, Dana, is man or woman? So man, okay, is so New England, and he's got the accent, and it is, uh, it is, picture a radio sales guy in your head. (laughs) All right, give him a Boston accent. Uh, That's it. That's him. Gross. Like he's he's every not gross. No, 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 no. He I'm wears, picturing a radio sales guy. And I, first, dude. it's gross, and then you put the accent in there, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty gross. Okay, now, now, picture a classy version of that guy, that gross guy. He's great. He's absolutely okay. wonderful. Uh, he, I was having the conversation with somebody about it. He very much fits the stereotype, but he embraces the whole thing. And he, like I said, he couldn't have been a better host. And we had, couldn't have had a better time. The weather was perfect. It was 65 degrees uh, watching the baseball game. Everybody we talked to said it was the nicest day of the year. The next day, a little bit cooler to play golf. So we never got too warm. We, play, we played uh, the first round almost by ourselves. There's like one other group on the entire course. And then the second round that we played in the afternoon, we got paired up with a couple guys that were like New England. And oh, oh, these guys. One, one of them owned a construction company, and the other, I'm not sure what he did. Oh, they're working class. But, Let's go. Oh. I love it. Oh, hey, hey, Kenny, over here, did you hear what this guy does? He does sports radio. We do sports radio, but it's just us in our cars. Oh, this guy over here, sports radio guy from Portland, Oregon. What's he doing? He was so excited about the whole thing. Uh, he had to give me every take that he had on every Patriots player that they've ever had. Tom Brady? Oh. Angel. Absolute angel. Oh, no, no, no. They, they, they're, oh, they're anti-Brady? They're, oh, yeah, since he left. What? Oh, yeah. Dude. Oh, these guys still still can't get over Brady and the whole thing. And oh, yeah. He'll goes down to Florida. Yeah, but, go yeah. down to Florida yeah, yeah. and sit on a beach and burn your bum. Yeah, that's you, too, you ain't good enough for Belichick. You ain't good enough for it. It was very much that. It was, it was like I said, the whole trip. The whole trip. And the hospitality. Said hello. <laughs> the chowder. The chowder. Oh, it is the chowder is good. And it is not chowder. It is, if you go to James R. Hook or whatever the place was, it was chowder. Chowder. You get your chowder. They like the same as here as if you like call it the well. See, you know what's interesting about that too? I feel like Oregon's the only place where we don't get bent out of shape when you pronounce things wrong. We just we uh, just correct you. It's not Couch Street. Yeah, it's Cooch. There you go. Instead of like in New England, I'm sure if you were like, Yeah, can I get a bowl of chowder? It's chowder, yay hole. Yeah. What's wrong with that? But out here, out here it's like we know, we know. We know we're pronouncing it wrong, but that's how we do it. Yeah. It's just how look, it's how we do it out here in Oregon, and it's not a big deal. Hey, how would you like to live in a place that's very close to wildfires? The education system's pretty bad, and your taxes are pretty high. Come on out to Oregon. Yeah, you just described California too, though. <laughs> it's California. They do, they do have a little better education. California. They do have a little better education in spots. Yeah, that's right. But for generally, uh, we do have a comment about Hemet, California, yeah. on on the fan text line five zero three two five zero ten eighty. It says. Hemet can get punched squarely in the dong. Fair. Yeah. That's fair. From the pictures I've seen, I could care less about Hemet. Sure. It looks awful. Listen, there's not a lot of redeeming qualities except, except mm-hmm. my in-laws are there and they're lovely people. And uh, Aunt Judy has a wonderful swimming pool and the kids love it. And we have a great time. We we hit a few spots. There is, uh, there is two, there's, 
There's one very mediocre golf course, uh, the Hemet Golf Club. Uh, we usually play there. There is another uh, very, very subpar golf course, Echo Hills. That is a little, uh, little like executive course. Uh, longest hole, I think it's like 280 yards. Uh, and we play there a lot. And it, listen, it's nothing to write home about, but we've got a routine. We go down there. We hang out with the fam. We get to see great grandma. We get to see Aunt Judy. We get to see Uncle Woody. We get to see grandpa. It's, it's a whole thing. So, What would it take for you to move to California? Ooh, I got I did get two job offers while I was down there. So uh, I was being recruited while I was down there in California. But the uh, friend of mine uh, that is down there working for Odyssey San Diego ah. is looking for a home and cannot find anything uh, over 2,000 square feet or around 2,000 square feet for less than $1.7 million. In San Diego? Yeah. 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 So it's. See, that's what I'm, I'm talking. Even if I had the money available, I wouldn't move there. No. I, I wouldn't touch it with a a, a one million foot pole. You know like, how long I, it takes I, me to get to get to. This is the same thing with Boston. Do you know how long it t- like? It's easy to jump on an airplane from Portland, Oregon. I live ten minutes from the airport. It takes me no time to get anywhere. You go, you jump on an airplane. I I will I I would make those same two trips in the same sequence again and again and again. I had a great time on both trips. They're very easy to make. But it's great to visit there. I don't need to. I don't need to eat chowder every day. Chowder. Chowder. Come on. Listen. It's good trips, but yeah, I don't. I don't need to move down there. But yeah, there. If my wife wanted to move there, that would be a conversation. Her whole family's there. My whole family's here. I get it. So that's what it would take. Is her telling me we're moving to California? Probably. But are you serious? You just let her do that. I, well, listen. I'd say, uh, I'd say, I'd say, reason. hey, you pay for the, uh, you pay for the crap house that we'll get for eight hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> which literally it would probably be yeah. the worst home in like, sorry, Forest Grove, but Forest Grove. <laughs> Look, you Fair. know it. I I live in an area of the metro where I know it's not great. Sure, is not great. It's all right. I live in a nice little cul-de-sac pocket where, oh, like, yeah. That's a good place. there's a couple of retired, wealthier people who have maintained their homes. Looks nice. You go one block over, there's a dude walking his pig and throwing uh, blueberries out in front of him, and I think he has a gun. <laughs> Another block over to that, there's a couple Let's Go Brandon flags and a, uh, a uh, uh, Escalade from, like, 2004 that I'm pretty sure people have been eating inside of for, like, five years straight. They don't clean it. Sure. It's gross. It's not a good area to live. Yeah. Do well, I live there? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen. Your, your, your block sounds lovely. That's all you want. Hey, you want to talk some sports? I mean, according to Swag, there's nothing going on other than the PGA. Oh, well, here's sure. the thing. The P- he was so up that that PGA tournaments, you know what? The the P- smell what he ate for lunch. The PGA championship, not even the biggest golf tournament going on today. No. No. It's not. No. You read the hat that I'm wearing? No, I you know actually to, can't. Do you know no. what today is? Uh, Saturday. Today is the Matsters. What is the Matster? The Matsters. <laughs> Matsters is a tradition like no other. It is uh, the annual celebration of my friend Matt Butention, and uh, it is always celebrated at Edgefield. And today we will be out at Edgefield playing the Matsters, which is a very silly golf tournament. That for some reason involves very short clubs, and the better you play, the more often you have to swing the child size clubs. 
and uh, good times had by all. So well, after this show, lovely. after this show, I will be going out to the most important golf tournament of the weekend. And that is the Masters. It is not the PGA Championship. I will tell you, the Masters sounds like a like a scam. Oh, it, yeah. sounds, it sounds yeah. like like you, you, bought the, this, you bought the badge and then you're like, wait, this isn't the Masters. That's right. Yeah. And you get oh. people to go to it and like they get there and it says the Masters and it's it's just like a it's like one of those things you get from Office Depot, those white poster boards oh, yeah. on a stick that just it's very crudely drawn. Oh, yeah. The Masters logo, but it says Masters. It's just yeah. you and your brothers playing golf. Yeah. Well, in fairness, so uh, Matt did go the opposite direction. He's not doing the green and yellow. Uh, it's a red, white, and blue. Uh, right. hat that I've got it's on. more so. American than the oh, Masters. Oh, yeah. The, hey, nothing more American than the Masters. I won't deny it. Yeah, you can't. You can try, but you'd be wrong. All right. Uh, hey, it's uh, conference championships going on in basketball. Uh, we are talking uh, probably about a big, big return from a quarterback. Uh, we might talk about uh, we might talk about the Blazers. Got a poll question up? I think we do need to talk about oh wow the hilarity. Do you want of, to start with the Blazers? I I would like to start with the hilarity of the seventh pick. The seventh pick is where we start. We don't start with the first pick on this show. No, we start with the seventh. We'll do it next. Sinner and Saint, ten eighty, the fan. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more. Game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to try something uh, that is super dangerous. Super dangerous. Uh, but hey, listen, we commit for this show real quickly, and you won't even notice it. It'll feel like nothing, but Will and I are going to go back in time to Tuesday. And we're back. Yep, Blazers still got the seventh overall pick. Whoa, what were the odds that the Blazers would end up with the seventh overall pick? Uh, high. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Not really high, but consistently 
accurately compared to the odds that they would get a top four pick, which was 30, yeah, 30 something, 31 yeah. or something. So at, the fact that they would get anything besides a top four pick. So if the odds are 30% that you get a top four pick, the odds that you don't get a top four pick are what? Thir- 30. No, no. Oh, the odds that you do get a top four pick are 30. Uh, the I odds that you, you don't are set D. So something. which, which is more likely you get, you get a top four pick or you don't. So why this is so funny to me. Everybody's so mad. Oh, yeah. I don't, oh. that's yep. Oh. It's that right there. Was well, a collective reaction of Portland. Yeah. We, we just went back in time and we just saw it again. Cause here's the thing. I don't want to report. It's proven again and again and again that the, the human mind plays tricks on you and your recollection, not as good. That's why we took the effort to go back in time and see it and watch all Portland go. That's what they did. We just went and saw it. So oh, why man. is it so funny, Will? Just looking for my football noises. <laughs> I think we just did your football noises. Damn. Uh, it was hilarious because uh, we don't have time to go back even further in time, Luke. Tank, 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 tank. Right when this all started... When the whole we're going to tank the season and do this started, I kept saying this over and frigging over and over and over again. There is no plan here. That's why we have the seventh pick. They tanked. Dude, when you tank, it's more than a one-year thing. It is not a let's just take the – no one's the friggin' Warriors. Dude, you don't tank and have Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond Green like hurt and not playing. And yeah. then you like fall ass backwards into uh what was the kid's name from Memphis? Weissman. Weissman. You know what I mean? Like you don't fall uh, how's, ass backwards. How's he doing in the uh, playoffs, by the way? Oh, I mean he's not playing. Well, so this is this is the thing. Or like fall ba- ass backwards into Jordan Poole or yeah, like but- Andrew Wiggins, you somehow pick him up through trade because you have all these assets. The Portland Trailblazers are inherently screwed. I've been oh, saying this for down. so long. Dude, the only viable option you have in order to actually like look for a championship in the next 10 years, trade Damian Lillard. You're going the wrong direction. With Damian Lillard the on this direction. roster, you will not even get close to it. Dude, uh, what, Miles Bridges, is that the rumor? That's who we're going to go get? Sure. That's not going to get you I'm anywhere sorry. closer. Uh, well, listen, listen. Right now, you were coming off a season where uh, Nasir Little was playing well, uh, injured out for the rest of the season, right? You get Josh Hart, who played sparingly. Yusuf Nurkic shut down for the season for for good reason, because you know he was going to snap his leg and be out all of next year. But most importantly, you did not play Damian Lillard the majority of the season, right? So just those four guys coming back and playing a full slate is more exciting than the repeat that you set up for Coach Chance. Chance! Coming back and going, all right. Let's go, Chance. So I'm Norman Powell. Here's your three guards. We still got Nurk, uh, Robert Covington. Ah, it's going to be awesome. So listen, you have the seventh overall pick. Can you get value at seven? Of course you can. There are The NBA is littered with great players that picked seventh or later in the draft. Now, the chances that you're going to get somebody that's going to be an immediate impact player, eh, 
Yeah, they're pretty Probably low. pretty low. They're pretty low. About as low as your, <laughs> yes, but your chances of getting in the top four. Sure, sure. They're probably lower than that. Let's be honest. They are, it's probably probably much lower than 30% that you get a not just a star player, but somebody that can make an immediate impact for a championship team. Now, somebody that can make a contribution to a championship, sure, maybe, maybe that happens. But you've got Joe Cronin now. The interim tag is gone, and he gets to go. Just give him the offseason. He's cleared a bunch of calf space. Well, what's your other? Get, tell me I what know. your other option is. I told you. Shout out the clouds. No, it's trade, trade Damian, Damian Lillard. Lillard. That's what it is. But you're not going to you're not going to give him one season because no, there's a trade because deadline. you're in an impossible situation. No, you're, look, no, you're no, not. You are. And look, I, I appreciate what you're saying, and I think if Damian Lillard at the phase of his career that he is at right now, if that was not the case, I would totally listen and I would be all in for whatever's going on right sure. now. I'd say, yeah, let's wait and see. Let's wait and see what happens. There's too much urgency around this program, though. And the issue that they're going to have going into this offseason, because everybody keeps talking about it, and everybody talked about this draft, too, about the idea of tanking and being able to get. And the whole time, again, I kept saying, you know there's no plan to this, right? Mm -hmm. You know that when you tank, it's more than a one-year thing. It's like the Sixers or the Suns uh or anything else. You're tanking for the long term, saying yep. we're going to start building up town. It, like it's the what Thunder. Oklahoma, it's exactly what yes. the Thunder are doing right now. The and Thunder have do well 300 gets, picks. Yes, and you do well and you yep. hit on one like Josh Giddy, who should have been the rookie of the year this season. Sure. So uh, this whole idea that they'd be able to tank, get the fourth pick, and then somehow package that, which, by the way, this is a draft where there's only four players of meaning. Yeah, well, people will move up and oh, go get. Okay, but, but guess what? Every time the draft tells us that there's – only four guys that matter. Yeah. There's somebody that shows up in the late first, sometimes second round. They go, how did everybody miss on Bam Adebayo? They just, it. these guys don't know everything. I, I'm just telling you this. Like, did you we, think Marcus you can, Smart yeah. would be the player that he is? Yeah. Actually, you, you really did. You yeah, thought, this is about right. Yeah, you he's, thought, this is his eighth season, and he's now contributing on a contributing. Level. He just won Defensive Player of the Year, and yeah. his return yeah. was the catalyst for them to to steal a game in Miami. In his, he's very good. Yeah, in his eighth season, sure. This is right where I thought he'd be. He was very good in college. He, he was very. He was, good but he's also a hothead in college, and he was one of the. Well, listen. So was Allen Iverson. Okay, so now he's Allen Iverson. <laughs> he wishes. <laughs> I think a lot of people wish Hell they yeah. were. But AI's the man. But there, there are. But Marcus Smart on that team too is is one of those perfect fits. But uh, we're going off the point here. The Blazers now they have cap space and they have a top ten draft pick. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that a better position than they've been in a lot of years going into the draft? I it going sure into the offseason. That's that's all I'm saying. Are are they in a better spot than they have been? You should have Damian Lillard coming back healthier than he's ever been. Mm -hmm. Right? There's no reason, like, unless he decides that he's going to be a boxer during the offseason, because I keep seeing that commercial where I'm like, dude, yeah. if you hurt yourself boxing, I'd be so pissed at you as a basketball player. He knows what he's doing. I Listen, he should be as healthy as he's ever been. If, if everything that he says is true and there's no reason not to trust Damian Lillard, this is where he wants to be and this is where he wants to win a championship, he's helping in the recruiting process, even though it's tampering or whatever. But he is going out and helping a, a free agent be convinced that Portland is the place to be. You go out this offseason. Listen, if it, if it is a disaster come you know beginning of 2023, yeah, consider trading Damian Lillard. But you're you're telling me trade him right now is the only chance that you have? 
Oh, no, I, I said that was your chance. Oh, that a was your chance ago. a while. I mean, at this uh, point, I like, like this text, 503-250-1080, the fan text line. Will has hatred for Lillard from day one, and Truth. he cannot stand the Blazers having any hope. Will what? should not be on this show. He should be in therapy. Joke's on you. I'm already in therapy. <laughs> Look, this is all I'm saying. I have absolutely tired out, and I like coming on this show and doing this because it's fun. It's fun to rail on fans like this because at the end of the day, Fanatics, right, is what sure. they are. Yeah. Fanatics. You have to have a sense of realism about yourself. Oh, no, you don't. If, That's the whole point of being if, a fanatic. If, if you want to be so deluded into thinking that we have a chance at anybody of meaning that will in the next two years, because that's what it is, two years of optimal prime of Damian Lillard, will get him to an NBA championship. Because by the way, that's the mission. Shut up otherwise, because he keeps telling you, I want to win a title here. So if he keeps telling you that every year must be that goal. Yes. I don't disagree. You are out of your mind. What do you mean? You like, aren't going to get a free agent to come here. You will not trade for anybody okay. to come here because you know why? Players look at this market oh, and they tell teams, they tell teams, they go, I'm not going there. We got anybody of meeting. <laughs> we got, well, well, was we it, got mellow. Weren't we the last option for Carmelo? Oh, yeah, dude, he's out of the league. Uh, uh, listen, I just, uh, <laughs> just, here's the thing. There are 26 teams right now having variations of this conversation. There are some that are, that are probably more hopeful going, oh, Oklahoma City, where we've got ourselves set up perfectly. There's teams that are more disappointed than the Blazers. Dude, how do you think Philly fans feel right now? They went and got James Harden in the middle of the season to go with an MVP candidate in Joel Embiid. They do not want to be sitting home during the conference finals. The Phoenix Suns had an eight-game cushion going into the mm. final week of the regular season for the number one spot in the West. No team, no team that has had a seven-game conference lead ever no has failed team. to win the championship. And they're sitting there, dude. Like, every every team that is at home right now is wildly disappointed in everything that is going on. Yes, the Oklahoma City Thunder are optimistic for their future, but guess what? That might be three years away before they're back in the playoffs. It, it's a difficult thing to win a championship, but the idea of getting rid of the, your franchise's best player in his prime is kind of stupid. Okay. Hey, let's, let's we got it. We, no, we do have it. Cause guess what's happening right now? What? The Seahawks just did that. Let's see. Let's see who gets to the championship. Let's see who competes for a championship first. And Here, again, Seattle Seahawks. You, and I know it's two different sports tank, and I know it's two different things. When you tank, it is a long-term project. Sure. Well, well, this is what I said from the beginning. When the Blazers decided to tank for just one year, I go, that's not very smart. <laughs> that doesn't really make sense. They also cleared the deck, though. They do have some money to spend. They do. Eh, well, give them- I will wait and see. Joe Cronin, to my knowledge, has never had a bad offseason. No, you are correct. There you that. go. Yeah. So there you go. Reason for optimism. Now, that could change. Oh, yeah. No. Pretty quickly, actually. <laughs> very quickly. Very quickly. He, you know, he hasn't even had a bad full season. No. So, no. you know, I, look, see what happens. It's a lot of hope. See what happens. You know what we could do? You know what my favorite Blazer fan is? Just blame the ownership. You know, the problem is Jody. Dude, no, it's not. It's hard to win a champion. The problem is it's really hard to win a championship. And you know who's probably going to win it this year? The Warriors. <laughs> Why? Because they're good at winning championships. That's your pick. I think so. I don't. Would you want to play the Warriors right now? 
Mm. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Dallas somehow came back in this series because that's what they've been doing. Yeah. But right now, if I had to make a pick, it's the Warriors. You get the Warriors in a championship situation. You've got three of your best players that have all done it. You've got a coach that's been there. You've got role players like Looney who just goes out there. He's like, listen, just it's part of being in this environment. You can't help but drag your team back from a deficit in the third quarter. And it's like, that is infectious, dude. Yeah, you do not want to play the Golden State Warriors. They stay healthy through the rest of the playoffs. They win a championship. That's my guess. I'm taking Boston. All right, well, let's let's tell me why after this Sports Interrupted. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. Welcome back. Uh, I'm Luke Anderson. That is Will Darkins. Hello. Uh, a few weeks ago, it's been a few weeks since we've had a show. Uh, a few weeks ago, I was telling you uh, how uh, difficult it is for me to watch Steph Curry when he's not playing basketball. Like, even in the moments in between plays. He's getting worse to me. Have what do you, what do you mean? Just what he, he does? Yeah, his little dance celebrations. I've always hated the chewing of the mouth guard, mm. and just 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 Steph Curry as a person. I have a hard time. Even eh, the subway commercials, every eh, all of the things. I don't but, mind him so much promotionally. But I think he's fine. He's bland. He's whatever. yeah, he's super bland. But fine. but playing basketball, man, that guy is a blast to watch. But he had one the other day where he did that little. Uh, yeah, the shimmy. Oh, God. I will tell you this. I reach to the screen and just punch him. I really did think I would, like, soften on the Warriors after the Kevin Durant left. Ooh, okay. And you but didn't? I can't. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It, I feel I feel the same thing. Because I liked them pre-Durant. I was like, dude, this team is really I did fun. Too. And they were just kind of doing things a different way. They got yeah. Durant. But, yeah, I, I'm kind of with you. Like, now that they're back, you just went... Like it almost feels like it was orchestrated. Like you said, they just somehow had all these assets to go out and get Andrew Wiggins, and you know they end up with getting Wiseman in the draft, and even though he's not playing, but it feels like luck always seems to go their way. Well, and another part of it too, I think, is just how I viewed 
getting Durant. To me, them getting Kevin Durant was purely to beat LeBron James. And that was it. It was But they just, didn't need him to beat LeBron James. And that right there yeah. is the core at which yep. I view that team yep. and I just go, that was pathetic. Yeah. You were the best regular season team of all time. And to beat LeBron James, you went out and added to, again, best regular season team yep. of all time with uh, two Hall of Famers on it, uh, the greatest scorer of our lifetime. That's pathetic. Do and the know, two titles you won mean literally nothing to me. Do you know what would have been the like one of the greatest? Like I just finished watching the uh, the winning time. Oh yeah, the, how was it? The, it's great. Yeah. It's yeah. I haven't started yet. Oh, it's it's yes, it's a must watch. It's it's uh, as entertaining uh, as you can imagine. Um, but uh, anyway, so I just finished watching that. If they did a Warriors version of that, and there was a moment where. Kevin Durant was like, I want to come play with you guys. And they just went like double bird would have been like one of the greatest basketball things ever. And then went on to win championships that they had the potential with Kevin Durant calling them being like, yeah, I'd like to come play with you guys and telling him to like pound sand. They, that would have been like the greatest cold hearted move ever in, in sport. Well, just like now, thanks, but no thanks. That is a bit of revisionist history. Cause I will inform you that Kevin Durant did not, want to initially go there oh in they fact, recruited him yes I know. that I know. was the uh i think the hamptons five i'm aware of the whole that's the, but this is what i'm saying is, i got you is it it, ha, it it is revisionist history no question because obviously we know what happened but yes it does i think it it makes them still unlikable clay thompson though him back being healthy is very fun to watch yeah I, him it, driving in the lane last night was just sick. when he get when he gets in the middle it just it he has a little chris paul about him mm. when he gets into the lane he just he's always under control. He he can, you know, pass, shoot, get all the way to the rim. He does what he wants. And that guy is something else. Speaking of guys drafted after number seven in the draft, am I saying the boys are gonna get Clay Thompson? No, they probably won't. They're probably gonna screw up the pick. Expect that. And then be surprised if they don't. But there are guys that get drafted, you know, in later picks that end up surprising everybody, and that dude is one of them. Yeah. He's awesome. Uh, okay, you were just telling me before the break that the Celtics are going to win the championship. We are a little over the clock. Mm -hmm. So we'll get to good versus evil. Mm -hmm. And to start hour two, mm -hmm. Will will explain why yeah. holding up the Larry O'Brien trophy will be Marcus Smart yeah. and his band of misfits. Misfits? Not really. I think he's the misfit. He's yeah. got green hair. I mean, I think him and Jalen Jalen Brown probably. Yeah, Al Horford. Al Horford, yeah. I mean, it's not, not like Boy, a we can get into a whole segment about Al Horford. Al Horford is like in a category of players where it's like, it's a very confusing legacy. I've got an Al Horford stat for you. Ooh. Al, Al Horford talk. Hour two after Good versus Evil. That's next. Center and Saint. 1080 to fame. Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened to the, what has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions? I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, brah. Let the center and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil. Brought to you by the titan of Hawaiian restaurants. 808 on 1080 The Fan. Almost more to the way that George Kliatkov operates as an outsider and coming in to be the commissioner of the Pac-12. He doesn't want to wait around. He wants to be aggressive. He doesn't 
he doesn't really understand why college sports operates the way it has. And, and that's refreshing as somebody who's, who's talked to him and gotten to know him better here the last, you know, almost year since he's been on the job. It's like, why should we wait around? We're going to go this direction. Let's start doing it immediately. There's Dirt and Sprague talking with Adam Rittenberg as he's driving to try to return a manual ledger to Home Depot that he definitely broke, but will attempt to return for full refund. Good idea. You gotta give it a shot. It's worth the effort. Pac-12 has changed its conference championship game selection criteria effective immediately. That's the 2022 season winners from the North and South divisions. Well, it really doesn't matter anymore because they are not guaranteed to compete in the championship. Rather, the two greatest teams of that year will compete regardless of division. Do you understand? I do understand 100%. What's a potential drawback of this? Uh, back-to-back games, uh, rematches. I mean, that's the only thing. A rematch I'm fine with, but like, you know, two, the two teams playing each other twice in three weeks or, you know, potentially back-to-back. I think if you go back through time, I don't know which year it was, 17, 15, whatever. One of the years it would have been a repeat of the Apple Cup. So the Apple Cup would have been played and then played again. That's the only real negative I can see. And for those fan bases, it's great. I mean, why wouldn't you want to, you know, second chance? You, you you get close but not quite there in your rivalry game and you go and you play again the next week. But for the rest of the Pac-12, it can be a little bit alienating. Um, it, it's also one of those things where, you know, right now they haven't changed the schedule yet. So this season it could be a little bit off. But I think the, what the ACC is talking about, having these pod schedules, are, these are the three teams you play every year. And, and then you're going to rotate through the rest of the conference. I think that makes it a lot more fun. Um, and, and if they can do it where they do it uh, weighted uh, relative to how well your team played the year before, like the NFL does with their extra games, I think so much the better. Skip, uh, his, last year, his last year, Drew Brees only averaged 6.1 yards per target. That was the lowest in a season by a quarterback not named Alex Smith in the last decade. Mm. So he's only throwing the ball basically, not basically a little further than half a first down. He's 43, and he's going to come back and do what? There's a man who will lie directly to your face about clocking your toilet at a dinner party, Shannon Sharp. Drew Brees' retirement after the 2022 season sent the Saints into quite the panic, but... Dree Breeze, rather. Dree Breeze? Dree Breeze tweeted earlier this week, quote, despite speculation from media about my future this fall, I'm currently undecided. I may work for NBC. I may play football again. Just a throwaway comment. I may focus on business and philanthropy. I may train for the pickleball tour. (laughs) Senior golf tour. Coach my kids. We're all the above. I'll let you know. Should the Saints try to convince Drew Brees to come back? No, I think the pickleball league should go hard after Drew Brees. Pickleball is a big deal. A big deal deal. Does he have uh, a messed up shoulder though? Yeah, no, I mean, listen, he hasn't played football in two years, so I imagine his shoulder's probably feeling better than it has in a while until he gets hit by a defensive lineman and falls on said shoulder. Uh, if he comes back, dude, why why not sit back and watch? I always love how we try, oh, that'll be, that'll be a travesty, and that'll be, like, dude, if he comes back and he's terrible, he won't play. If he comes back and he's good, it'll be a fun story. Who gives a rip? And part of the reason that he was only throwing the ball 6.1 yards, wasn't that the year that his big money receiver, Michael Thomas was out all year, didn't have any other weapons to throw to, except for, oh, Alvin Kamara, who comes running out of the backfield. A lot of it has to do with the way the team was constructed and around him when you lose your star downfield threat, 
it makes it a little bit more difficult. So listen, if he comes back, I'm all for it because football is a television show. It is entertainment. And Drew Brees, one of the best ever to do it, was very entertaining. First off, uh, I know a lot of I'm good a lot for this, but you know, I don't really care. They benched the wrong person. Should have benched Chris. And I'm not saying bench him now. Once you see they starting attacking Chris early, and you know that might become a problem later on, you need to see how my team works without Chris in the game a little bit. I got benched. There's noted scoundrel Patrick Beverly following an excellent appearance on JJ Reddick's podcast. The veteran pest took his talents over to ESPN's New York offices this week to absolutely lay into Chris Paul for his defense and overall play in the Suns game seven collapse against the Mavericks. He suggested benching the future Hall of Famer. When should the Suns move off Chris Paul? There is uh, there is some wonderful irony of watching the happy birthday Chris Paul celebration, which I think they mentioned in the, his birthday game 9,000 times during the broadcast that he was turning 37 today. And then you just watched him fall apart for the rest of the series. Uh, no, you don't, you don't bench the guy that got you there. You give him the opportunity to go back. I think Chris Paul is... Oh, dang it. I cannot remember the numbers, but he is by far uh, the player with the most 2-0 series leads to fall apart and turn around and lose uh, in the history of the NBA. So it's kind of what he does, but you can't get all the way to the second round of the playoffs, have a lead in the series, and then just be like, yeah, we're going to go a different direction. So I don't think you bench him at that point. They move off of Chris Paul when they have a better option. And, and next year is a perfect opportunity to figure out. You got 82 games to figure out what your uh, mode of attack is going to be for the playoffs. And if Chris Paul is your best option, that's what you go with. All right. <clears throat> Here's my favorite story of the week, and I'm very confused by it. So okay. I'm just going to read you the headline. Do it. And then you can react. Okay. I think we've done this segment before. Right? We do it every week. Okay. <laughs> Here's your headline. Army captain keeps retirement after quote unquote motorboating subordinate at the promotion ceremony. <sighs> okay. Uh, motorboated a female or male? I'm reading. <laughs> it's my first question. Um, and he's a retired army captain. <laughs> Yeah, a non-commissioned officer reportedly heard Crosby, that's the guy, announced twice that he intended to motorboat the person yeah. and said that that was the purpose of chest-placed rank patches. Okay, so I'm guessing this guy just was perving out on some other gal, some gal. And then just told everybody he was going to do it and did it. Crosby, who initially declared that he would plead not guilty, changed his plea after negotiating a deal that reduced the charges and protected his retirement. Okay. Now, here's my question. Protected his pension is really what I'm talking about. Now, how is it that you would even think to plead not guilty to something that everybody wants to do? Ceremony! (laughs) Yes, that was, I'm sure, videotaped. Yes! From multiple angles. Now, that's my first question. Now, the second question is, you are right on the precipice of your retirement. Now, and this also relates back to the uh, Alabama woman. You followed that story, didn't you? The Alabama woman who was a uh, guard at a prison who was like literally a week from her retirement. Clean record. Yeah. Like worked, you know, X amount of years, was going to get pension. And then she just let like a convicted murderer out and like fell in love with him. 
and wow. went on the lamb with him. How about that? Why no, I did not the, follow that. Why right at the end when you're like you're about to give the greatest F you to your employer, which I believe is well-deserved for people who work like 15 years sure. or over for a company, which is like, hell yeah, dude, you're going to pay me after this. Why would you do this? Because it's it's the... Dude, you can't explain it. Yeah, it's a public ceremony. Well, no, oh, no, no. I, but here's the thing. It's the the stories that you hear of, dude, on his last day, this guy did this. He was a legend. And those things always <laughs> get blown out of proportions. And it's the, well, dude, if you're going to do it, the only time to do it is on your last day because there's no consequence. What are they going to do? And he didn't think of the, that there actually were consequences. And he's like, yeah, last day, you can't get, I can't get in trouble. And all the guys have been like, dude, you know, it would be epic. And he, he, he just did a dumb guy thing because he's probably a dumb guy. Can we be honest? I, but how is it that he didn't consider his pension? How did you not consider? Like that is literally, that I, is the main goal at which once you've worked at a place for longer well, especially than like, in the military. Yeah. Like if you've worked at a place 10 plus years. I think at that point, you, I mean, obviously you, you have to love what you do because you've been doing it for a decade, but sure. I'm pretty sure the next thing I oh, do. Oh, you don't have to love what you do well, to do it for a yeah. decade. And, that, that and is what takes me to the next thing on my list, which is you're now thinking about like, how many more years do I have to do this before I can collect a pension and get the hell out? Oh yeah. Like, like, uh, all right, listen, I want to quit this job very bad, but I'm three months away from the gold watch. I'm, I'm just going to, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be laying low. I worked with a gal at Marriott and she put in, I think it's 25 years with Marriott. She, she started as a, uh, you know, like front desk or whatever, mm. were paid for college with their tuition reimbursement program, uh, ended up getting a master's, was always studying, but she was ready to leave Exemplary four, employee. four years earlier, yeah. but she made it to 25 years because at 25 years, you get two free nights at every hotel in the entire catalog. So you can go. Wait, does she get pension? No, it was you get two. That's this is the this is the bench. the 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 benefit was you get two free nights at any hotel, anywhere in the world, and you're good for for the rest of your life. That's what you get. Not a big pension. She wasn't you know she wasn't corporate. Uh, but wait, I'm confused. Like do you, like you get two free nights at a time or yeah. So if you if you went to Boston, yeah. You can stay two nights at the Marriott. Then you can go across the street to the JW uh, Marriott. Okay, you get two you. nights there. Yeah. You can go to the – now they have all the – they bought Starwood Hotels. So you can go to the Westin. You can go to the Sheridan. Right. Whatever. So anytime you travel, basically, unless you go to a town that has just one hotel sure. and you stay more than two nights, you can basically stay at hotels for free the rest of your life. Yeah, not worth it. But that's but that's what but, she wanted to do, I guess. Well, but, but she goes, she goes eh, if I work a couple more years, I get that. Or I can leave now and not. I would have, I would have done it, but again, I would have done it for a pension, but a couple of years, like now, if it's a year, sure, I go, well, all right, I'll, I'll play the year. If it's like four years well, now, dude, I'm out. I'm but, good. But thanks. again, again, it depends on how ready you are to leave that job too. Cause you're, you're sitting in a position where eh, it's a pretty good job. It's not that hard. It doesn't fulfill me, whatever, but it's like, I hate this job and I, I have to leave. Yeah. 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 You're gone. I get that. But there is that thing that just holds you on a little bit longer, which is dude. I get this benefit. I get this lifetime benefit for this multinational company. 
yeah, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go somewhere else. And like to the day, it was like, congratulations on your 25 years. Here's your pin. Here's your badge. Here's your certificate. Peace. She motorboated somebody and got out. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. I'm telling you, man, it's just dumb guy doing dumb guy things going, man, dude, you know it would be legendary. In and the then army like, for that long. I know. And do, we have photos of these, do we have photos of these people? No. Like, they yes. wouldn't put the victim. Yes. They won't put the victim. Yeah, but they won't put the victim. No, they won't put the victim. Yeah. And I will tell you this. The guy, central casting. Yeah, looks like a dumb guy. Yep. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Looks like Brett Bielema lost 10 pounds. I've tried to explain this. Like, it's like, it's like, why, why, why do dumb people do dumb things? And they're like, because they thought it would be awesome. <laughs> like, it's it's going to be wh- so sick. Why, why do you think he did that? Because he thought it would be awesome. That's it. Like. It's not, not, a lot of, not a lot of psychological digging you have to do. I think a good business plan would be like if we opened a business where when we, we open a business when thank you yeah. um, that is just like a, a a dumb guy consulting firm. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I think you and I have done enough dumb things in our life that we've now gotten to the point where it's like we can tell. Yeah, we might do some dumb stuff still. Sure. But like we we're we're pretty hardliners in terms of like nope, don't do that. We should just open a phone line. Yeah. And just charge for the minute and just say, yep. look, anytime, I don't care what time it is. If you're about to do something dumb, just give us a call and we'll tell you if but, it's worth it. But here's the thing. He didn't think it was dumb. He thought it was going to be awesome. I would say that in the ad. Yeah. I would say, hey, think you, something's no. about to be awesome. Yeah, that's what it is. Don't call <laughs> us when you think something's going to be dumb. Call us before you do something awesome. Yeah. Tell us what your awesome thing is. And if it's super awesome, we'll even help you. For free, make it more awesome. I'll if drive out there. But if it's dumb, we're telling you and we're charging you. Okay? Like we'll make it more awesome for free. But if it's dumb, we gotta charge you the two dollars. So it's like the uh, like uh, what is that? What is that promotion? The uh, something something or it's free. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, if you call me and it's awesome, we'll make it more awesome yeah, for free. Yeah. But if you call us and it's dumb, it's five ninety five. Well, my friend, I think we just struck it rich. There you go. Uh, Al Horford. Al Horford talk. That's how we start out hour two. Because we do a great radio show. And we know what the listeners want. And they want Al Horford talk. Next, Center and Saint, 1080 The Fan. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.